Right. So we all agree Guy Ritchie's movies have a kind of this this style. It's like you know what I mean, right? It's got this style. You got flair. It's got a flair. You know you're watching a Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah, lately, yes. His most recent yeah. ones. Do you know he also did Aladdin? <laughs> As in the live action Aladdin? The live action Aladdin. He directed and wrote that movie. Oh yeah, he did actually. That's... Huh. I forgot he did but that. It's a Disney movie, so you know they're like you have to tone it down. A you lot. have to dial it back a little bit. Disney probably took mm. over creative control too. Of yeah. like, I so don't like, see them just letting yeah. him have his way with it. I kind of want you to imagine Aladdin, but Guy Ritchie has his way with it. Uh, Aladdin is a criminal. He mm-hmm. is a criminal. <laughs> Jason Statham. Jason uh, Statham is Aladdin. <laughs> like the genie would be cool. Can you imagine the, like the theme music that genie would have? It wouldn't be happy. It'd be like something. It'd be at least four flashbacks during one of the songs. <laughs> you gotta. You listen. The you gotta start with Aladdin in the cave, and then it would skip ahead a bit to like near the end of the movie, and then it would jump back to before he had the lamp. <laughs> it would just be needlessly complex. You have to. Entertaining. But to I would like it. Jafar, yeah. like the. The mob boss, because that would make so much sense. And then Aladdin is like, you, for some reason, I don't know why I keep imagining Jason Statham as Aladdin for some reason. But, <laughs> but Jason Statham with his bold head, yeah. riding around on beach. That's the only character no, he no, can no, play. No. I was like Jason Statham as Aladdin, bold head, riding around on the top of a jaguar. I'll show you the world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just, I don't know. I don't see it. Oh my god! No, he's not even doing like I'll show you the world. He would be like cracking his knuckles, like let me show you the world. Like whoa! <laughs> like you love or you're the beater. Like come on, Jason. I do appreciate in this movie someone called the Mary Poppins. That was legitimately funny. I, I laughed when I heard that line. But yeah. This movie did not make us th- feel things like, well, this movie did not make us feel similar things to Army of the Dead, so it didn't really get the wrath of man from me. Man, that's a terrible pun. <laughs> I, I saw you reaching. I saw you reaching. It's not like it did not make us feel things. It was like this man is reaching hard. It's Listen, atrocious. it makes sense. It Just makes sense. It, it makes sense. Is. That's why you have homeless here. Zack Snyder makes wait, us feel wait, the Zach. wrath of man. That's why trees just on you on Saturday. <laughs> I'm going to get a damn drink. <laughs> Let's We've start the show. Michael. Welcome to the Northern Critic Podcast. I'm your co-host, Sam Shinobi. Uchi Suwaku. Michael Nefakshinov. And Enno Pam. <laughs> we need to remember no that. Pam, <laughs> there would have been a Pam short silence. Yep. Pam decided to 1v1 Jason Statham for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> like, we tried to stop her. She was like, I can fight you. She's off. <laughs> See, I don't think Jason Statham supports violence against women. I feel like 
I feel like in yeah, rea- like, in reality he'd be a very gentle person. You know that thing where like when they're training people and they're just like swatting the blows away. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of be like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The I mean, I feel like even even of the four of us in this like in this on this podcast right now, we none of us could probably take Jason Statham. I don't know how no. tall is he. Nah, I can yeah. take him. What are you talking about? What do you mean you can take him? No, you can't. <laughs> no, I can't take him. All that's just movie tricks, man. Real life, he probably yeah, I can take him. You me why? <laughs> he's an actor. He's a prissy drama weenie. <laughs> like, like he ain't no super soldier. He just pretends to be. Exactly. I feel like, I feel like that's like... Like... You badass. <laughs> I feel like that's like saying you can take, you know, Keanu Reeves. It's like, I don't know about that. Keanu, what do you mean? Like, Keanu Reeves looks like a regular dude to me. Doesn't, doesn't he actually have, like, like real martial arts training? I'm not sure. I feel like he has he real firearms training. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But anyways... Else, like you know, someone that you everybody knows did some martial acts, you know, maybe young Jackie Chan, even Jackie Chan right now. Like, I'm gonna think twice. You gotta fight a 60 year old Jackie Chan, yeah. I'm gonna still you think literally, you, you literally want to fight an old man. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you said Jackie Chan, I'll be like, hmm, think twice because he got training, you know what I'm saying, or Jet Lee, or you know, even Van Damme, but like. I can't, I, I can't take Jet Li seriously anymore after the Mulan movie. Oh shoot! <laughs> yeah, he he was in the Mulan movie, the this live action one. But okay, in Jet Li's defense, right? I'm pretty sure Disney gave him a good paycheck for that. So yeah, yeah. I'm sorry if if Disney came here and like they're gonna give me money to be in a movie. I'm saying yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like listen, I ain't stupid. And listen, it's like it's not like Disney's known, excuse me, for their flops, right? They actually mm-hmm. generally produce good content. It's just that Mulan is a special type of flop. Mm. Yeah. Anyways, anyway. we're not here to talk about Mulan, <laughs> no matter how terrible that movie was. Uh, we're here to talk about Wrath of Man. Um, Wrath of Man is a 2021 action thriller heist film directed by Guy Ritchie. Um, from a script he co-wrote with Ivan Atkinson and Marne Davies. Um, It's loosely based on the 2004 French film Cash Truck by Nicholas Borkreif. It is Richie's fourth directorial collaboration with lead actor actor Jason Statham um, and and first since Revolver. So um, Jason Statham stars as a new cash truck driver in L.A., uh, who thwarts a robbery only to have his mis- mysterious past begin to get questioned. Um, Wrath of Man was released in several countries on April 22nd of 2021 and in the United States on May 7th, 2021. Um, it's scheduled to be released in the UK July the 23rd. So it's not even released in the UK yet, which is interesting, but um, it's going to be out in the UK next month. Um, it received mixed reviews from critics, of course, because critics don't like good things. Um, it has grossed $97.5 million worldwide already, and it's not even released in certain countries. So there's hopes for this. Like, I feel like this is going to carry on that same kind of 
Fast and Furious clout where like the general audience goer kind of likes it, but the critics are like, oh, this 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 has a one dimensional character. <laughs> so, anyways, um, yeah, initial thoughts. Also, we did not mention that we have a guest. DJ is a guest today. Go say say something to to the listeners. Yeah. Me, Jay. Spin the disc. I don't really spin no disc, but um, I'm glad to be here. You have to talk about a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. See yeah. what you guys say. I have my thoughts on it, but you know, yeah. I don't agree. We'll wait out no, for we'll initial see. thoughts. Yeah. So for initial thoughts, we just go one at a time and just kind of give your rough mm-hmm. summary of you know how you felt about the film. All right. Yeah, he's, he's he's been here before. He knows what he's doing. Yep. Yeah, but that was like you know like the third episode or fourth episode. It's been a long time. Yeah, Listen, we don't change. Apparently, <laughs> we don't change. <laughs> Let's get on with the initial thoughts, please. Who's going first? Okay. So, am I going to get this? Because I sent the the meme to him. Eighty-seven minutes. Like, oh. Uh, an action movie. 91st minute. It's Guy Ritchie. Let's go. <laughs> Dude. Let me get this out of the way. First of all, the dialogue of this movie is weird. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of entertaining. Because no one talks like that in real life. <laughs> no, no one should talk like that in real life. But it's kind of entertaining to listen to. Mm-hmm. And that kind of sucks you into this movie. And guess you invested because this movie is. I had a lot of fun watching this movie. <laughs> yeah, like I, the I action scenes that. were fun. The plot, it's guy Richie. The plot is all, all over the place, but it's kind of entertaining to watch. This movie is a mix of like being technically not good, but technically a lot of fun to watch. It's it reminds me a lot of The Gentleman. Mm-hmm. And like. I feel like I like this idea that Guy Ritchie does where he's giving you these like the, his protagonists are all bad people they're all quote unquote the villains in other people's stories right but there's always someone else out there doing more villainous stuff mm-hmm. and now it's lined up as like okay so he's, here's your protagonist he's still on the wrong, wrong side of the law but it's fun to watch because he's giving you a compelling story and like what's a more compelling story than it and the dad out here being like, I'm going to destroy all of Los Angeles to get to the person who killed my son. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to go undercover at this security company to find out who killed my son. Kratos Just to find that. out. It's... Like, <laughs> I, overall, I enjoyed this movie. I, I had a lot of fun watching this movie. Is it a technically good movie? It's debatable. It has its moments of good. It has its moments of bad. But I think it's worth watching for everyone. No, um, I guess who wants to get Mike? Do you want to go next? Okay, I sure. I guess I can. <laughs> I'm gonna kind of be a dissenting opinion here. I think I don't think this movie was as smart or as good as it thinks it was. Um, I say that because like the way Guy Ritchie he makes his movies, it kind of jumps all over the place, right? We were joking about this before we started recording. Mm-hmm. How it starts sort of like halfway through, and then there's a flashback, then there's a flash forward, and then there's a flashback again, but we see it from a different point of view, and all of that was, I thought, setting up to be something really good, and 
everything that kind of surrounds that is good. Like Uchi sort of pointed out that how the dialogue was entertaining, right? How the action scenes were good. That was all those things. They weren't outstanding, but they definitely carried the movie mm-hmm. because the plot sure didn't. <laughs> um, and I, it's a, it's an action movie. We know the plot isn't supposed to be there, but the way it was framed, it's that there's like these <clears throat> all these intricate moving parts that are just gonna kind of come together at the end and mesh and we're gonna have like this banger of an ending right mm-hmm. kind of like the gentleman did I, it's all sort of clicked right um but that's not what happened instead whatever his name jason statham's character gets caught with his pants down and then gets lucky and shoots his way out in the movie end, right <laughs> it, it it didn't actually it felt like he was gonna be the one trying to root the guys out and these guys were gonna try and pull off a heist without getting caught mm-hmm. and there's gonna be like this really complex interplay and it was getting in a shootout instead the guys do the heist and they have a shootout and that's it there's like there's kind of it's it felt like lazy writing honestly so is my, I enjoyed this movie while I was watching it, um, but the fake-out death was, like, mm-hmm. just so predictable. It, I was like, okay, when is he going to shoot up and kill the last guy? <laughs> it, it just it didn't entertain me, right? you got to be a bit more clever than that, a little bit not so heavy-handed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, overall, I thought the movie was fine, but it kind of reeks of lost potential, in my opinion. Yeah. I I wish the two sort of the the A and B plot had been more connected and just didn't come on like a collision course at the end of the movie. And I wish that it had been a little bit smarter with the way it had wrapped up that final like the guy made it out and then Statham shows up and like access him right that wasn't really it's also important to mention that pam isn't on this episode right now because she has a crush on the villain in this movie the actor who plays the villain you guys missed that that it's uh one of the eastwood brothers i think clint Clint eastwood yeah yeah that's i know that oh (laughs) right Eastwood. yeah that makes sense pam is all over that actor playing a villain honestly it was convincing i hated him yeah, <laughs> I hated him. And they were all bad. Like all the main characters are bad, which is kind of refreshing because he didn't really feel bad when they got axed, right? <laughs> Though once the sergeant character, I thought I wish he'd made it out alive. Honestly, when the sergeant did his like, "Oh, I'm the inside man," I was like, "That's so predictable." Like, no, that was Bullet who was the inside man. Oh, not yeah, sergeant Bullet. About... Yeah, See, I'm thinking the sergeant who like said goodbye to his wife and leaned on it extra hard oh, and just yeah. threw up all those death flags. Right? I was like, "Come on!" Oh, <laughs> you're going to die! Instant death flags. It's like, I love you. Holds too tight, and you're dead. Yeah, and you're dead. Mm-hmm. The biggest plot twist would have been if he survived at that point. So the movie was fine, but I wish it had just been a little bit tighter. Mm. I wish it had fit together better. This is this is like loose puzzle pieces, unfortunately. Right, uh, DJ. I, I just want to say real quick. Oh, okay. I think, I think the problem is the vans are not smart in this movie. The van. But the plot tells us that they are. The plot tells yeah. us that they are. They're pulling off this wicked heist. They've got it all planned out, and it goes off without a hitch. Right up until the hero is like, "Okay, time to kill." Actually, no. The alarm is what sets it off, right? Well, because yeah. I think. But, Anyways, we'll get to my thoughts eventually because I thought we'll the get to it I thought later. the villains were fine. I thought I thought it was more plot armor in this more than anything. But yeah, um, 
DJ, your turn. Yeah, so yeah, I kind of <clears throat> agree with Michael there um, because, yeah, like the gentleman, you know, going back and forth, jumping around, but then it came together. It was, you know, you were kind of satisfied with the ending. But this one, I felt it was, yeah, just like a cliche. Oh, it's an inside guy. And you took all that time and his rap was supposedly that great. But, you know, to me, I didn't see much action on the rap, but whatever. And then comes to the end and it's just the inside guy. And again, like Michael said, there is that you shoot him six times each time. Like the first time when his son died and later on, and then he just somehow always survives. You know, mm-hmm. so that also didn't feel so great. I do like the ending where, you know, he didn't do the whole speech thing. He just shot the guy, like a quick <laughs> speech, and then he shot the guy. You know, it was still a speech, but it was pretty quick. So I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, but generally, I was kind of let down by the action. Oh, I won't be, I won't lie. And, um, yeah, I thought it was pretty simple, but it tried to not be simple. It tried to say, "Oh man, we're gonna we're gonna shock you here. It's gonna be something, some kind of revelation." But in the end, it was just a cliche, like most of it always is at this point. It's mm-hmm. an inside job, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, Honestly, spleen, kidneys, it's like heart, lungs. <laughs> See, that was the good stuff, right? That was the the clever guy Richie fla- flavor but it just didn't have anything besides that and you were right the action was kind of garbage as well like I was very disappointed in that because you know Jason mm-hmm. Statham was like oh my god we gonna see he can something do, yeah he could do much more than what he did in this movie mm-hmm. it was just bang 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 shooty shooty that was it when's the last time we saw some really good action in a movie maybe I'm just like super skewed right now yeah, just wait till next week good action yeah. <laughs> yeah, then you see dumb but action. Like, no, but but like that's my point. I have to wait till next week to see action. Yeah. When is the last time I saw action in a movie that made me go, "Wow!" Oh, uh, next not... week is a uh, Fast and Furious Nine. Yeah, but yeah. That's, you're probably used to all that kind of action these days. You know, it's like when I watched the, the third John Week, I was like, "We get it, man. We get it. You we know. get it. You're a ninja with a gun." Yeah, <laughs> You're a ninja with it's a like gun. they don't build their character up properly, right? Like the first John Wick had all this sort of tension building around him, and I think that's what this movie lacked. Is John Wick? It's <clears> like they built him up to be like this gargantuan figure, and then he cut loose and started wiping the floor with everybody, right? Mm-hmm. This one, he was like, "I'm already no catching s- figure." Yeah, but then that's kind of the impression we were supposed to have but then he didn't really do much either right that's what I was like he shoots there was I, no I, crazy like yeah i feel like with john wick there's also the tension like when when you know the main villain hears that oh you killed his dog he or killed he's like, like you could see the fear in his eyes that oh oh no what has he just done did. yeah there was no holy shit moment in this movie yeah that's what but... these action movies need right <laughs> like the only like was supposed to not be cussing, but the only like holy moment, right, is when they like get he gets out of the truck and they're all like run and like, yeah. they don't even show them flee. Yeah. They're just like yeah, so they just left. It's like yeah, but that's just it. <laughs> those were his guys. Those yeah, were his guys. And like the thing is like the movie I guess is implying that he went on the cover without telling anyone, mm-hmm. which is kind of yeah. like, but why? 
it was a loose plot thread. It didn't make any sense. I feel like, yeah. I feel like the movie kind of expected us to think that, oh, he went undercover without telling anyone because he just didn't trust anyone at that point. Yeah. I don't know. So it could have been his guys to root out the person who killed his son. Yeah, but then, I don't know. I don't know. They're useless. They didn't get the person, so I'm going to do nothing. You actually could cut that whole bit out of the movie and it wouldn't change it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that could be a deleted scene. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if you just take out all his guys, like that scene, you just have the scene of them fleeing from the truck, and then imply that okay, those guys are like, like kind of big baddies of like the criminal underground, and they're scared of him. Then you can imply that okay, he's a very big deal. Mm-hmm. But then now you have to go into backstory and be like, okay, he's the boss of the boss. I don't know why the boss is now out here doing a recon mission. <laughs> Instead of just being like, oi, I'm spending time with my son, so bug off. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, see, that that part was very convenient. Because at that point, I was like, okay, well, I mean, he could do the recon, but also where he parked isn't, like, really a smart place to park. Like, there's so much wrong there. It's just not... Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Um, and the action quality of this movie does not justify so many oversights. Yeah. Or we Now, writing. let me get to where this movie kind of shined for me. And that was in sure. the villains. I really liked the villains in this movie. Like, they were dumb at times. They weren't played out to be as smart as they were. But I, they had potential to be fantastic villains. Because they were ex-military. They were always prepared. They, like... They walked through their plans, like, all the time whenever they're about to do something. Um, And to be honest, like, their plan was kind of okay. Like, it was a decent plan, you know. Not all of them would have made it out alive, obviously. But, you know, it it even worked. Like, the movie made it work. (laughs) The movie made the plan work. It felt like a GTA plan. like Like, a GTA mission. You know what I mean? Like, it's very... Like they, they had, they, yeah, they had the ballistic armor. They had the guns they needed. They had the, you know, the the bike helmets that they used at the end of it that all matched. <laughs> they, they called themselves, you know, number one and number two and number three and number five. Uh, so I thought that was cool. Where it kind of fell off for me is that because they're villains, obviously they have to lose, but. They were. They, we had already established that they were smart enough to get away with this, and also skilled enough to get away with this because they're ex-military. But the way everything fell apart, it was just kind of like, okay, you guys are more competent than this. And where it was weakest for me was in the actual security at the depot. This is at the ending as well, because for some reason, like. I'm going to shoot at people with ballistic armor with my pistol and just hope I survive. Like, th- no smart person does that. Um, no. <laughs> no. No, but then we're also watching a movie, so, like, they have to make it, like, action-y. Yeah, but, like, it wasn't even action. It was just a slaughter at that point. Like, what are you going to do against ballistic armor with a pistol? Um, and then DJ and I talked about this, but the, the scene in particular where they were, you know, still pretending to hold Bullet hostage, and you know, they're like, "Well, we'll shoot him if you don't open the gates." So the security opens the gate, and then they start shooting at the ballistic yeah. armor, and it's like, "But you've already opened the gate!" Like, if 
<laughs> like, what? they could have. it again. <laughs> yeah, like literally, like they could have done anything. It was so dumb. Um, if they opened it because hey, we want to save Bullet, then that's a different story. Because then they wouldn't have even engaged at all. They would have just be like, just give them what they want, so everyone stays alive, right? Um, and those guys really didn't care. Like all they were cared about was the money. They would have just left everyone alive if they could. Um, so. You know, that part didn't make sense. They kind of made the hostages kind of a little bit dumb there. Um, the other guy as well, who apparently was full of testosterone and thought he was Jason Statham because he just picked up his pistol and wanted to shoot people because Jason Statham said, do whatever you want. And he still died because Bullet killed him. But well, yeah, the dumbest I character. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what he expected to do. He Also... He took a street sweeper straight to the chest and survived. That enough should be like, maybe I should go hide. But no, he still wanted to fight. Um, so, I don't know. I I just thought when the movie came to its climax, a lot of the characters made decisions that normal people Good wouldn't time. make. Yeah. It's just just dumb decisions. Yeah. There was, yeah. It, there was a lot of moving parts that felt like they should click, and then they just didn't. It didn't. Yeah. Like... You say that's the the weakest part of the movie. There's another part that I also find extremely weak, and mm-hmm. that has to do with the that female character, the Dana. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what was the point of him blackmailing her? He was trying to figure out if she was the inside man, but she wasn't. But, like, but she somehow wasn't. he just he just kind of knew. Right? I don't know. <laughs> Again, it's like a moving part that didn't really work. Right. I thought there'll be more. I honestly thought there'll be more yeah. at that point when he was like, "You can keep the money, but if you ever lie to me again," and I was like, "Okay, maybe she'll be she'll do something else in the movie." Nope, we no. don't see or mm-hmm. hear from her again until the end of the movie where she dies. She's st- yeah, she yeah. still dies, and she also dies because of another stupid character who wants to shoot at ballistic armor with the pistol again. Why exactly? Yeah. Why? Why? Well, she, was one the, she was the one that's like she was a stupid character at that point. She was like, oh, I can't wait here. I can't wait here." And then she went out, got herself shot. No, yeah. someone got shot in front of her first, and then she's like, and "I'm then, still gonna go out there. I'm gonna peek the corner too, <laughs> lady. Did you play any video games? Like, you don't yeah. know this, and I'm oh, not okay. professionally trained." <laughs> I'm thinking, like, in the movie, right? The whole movie was established that maybe these characters are not that dumb. Mm-hmm. And then that last heist happens. And, like, okay, you are all that dumb. The only <laughs> person who's smart is the... What's his name? The manager dude. Oh, yeah, he was the smart manager. one. Yeah. Because yeah, he's he, like, what are you going to do for pistol? Yeah, he literally says what the audience was thinking at that point. Like, they have ballistic armor. What are we supposed to Get do? Get out! Yeah. Get out. <laughs> he even no. said, the money is insured. Get out. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I think it's that whole movie thing. You got to, you know, you got to, somehow yep. you got to put You just got to put up the a writers. Fight grab the IQ dial and they turn it down about 50. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's make it dumb. <laughs> like, look, this, I guess that sometimes, with movies, you can forgive some moments yeah. for the buy-in. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of moments. It just, yeah. yeah. 
it just didn't make sense. That that it whole rough. that whole climax of the movie was not. It was not very well done. Very well executed. Whoa. But the worst I... part is, it's like shrouded in this Guy Ritchie style. It actually is engaging to watch. Yeah. Like when he's listing off the organs and stuff as he's killing the guy. It's like that was genuinely good, and mm-hmm. it, it was sparkled throughout the movie that I don't want to say I disliked it. But I can't say I liked it either. Also, was there any reason for him, like, barely choosing to barely pass his uh, entrance exam into the security force? Because, like, to make him look average for some reason. Yeah, but, like, he didn't have to look average. Like, he could just be good at shooting and that's it, you know? Like, he could have been just okay, right? Yeah, but I don't know. It just did. It's not like he was revealed to be this ex-military super soldier. He was no, just a, a gang lord, right? Yeah, yeah. Why He's would a, a mob boss be like a, a Superman, an action star Superman, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know I don't the know. problem is because he's hanging out with the Rock. So... <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. They're in this dick measuring contest now. <laughs> and Vin Diesel like does not said, approve. This. Throughout the movie, right, it's got this guy which has got this style that sucks you in, even when it's not good. Throughout this movie, there's that music that plays and creates tension. Yes, in that's... season one, there's supposed to be no tension. Mm-hmm. It's like, why that's... am I hearing tension in music when they're driving down the road? That's something we have to say that was really good. The tension music, like just the score of this film in general, was pretty good, right? If only it matched with the actual footage, right? It would have been fantastic. End. It was like the, that those bass strings that were being hit at the yeah. music in the end. Those mm-hmm. were pretty good. I really yeah. like that sound. Yeah, like that 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 the whole like just the soundtrack or you know the score of the film was very well done. But it's just at some points you're like, why do I feel tension when this is not supposed to? I feel like this isn't supposed to be t- a tension filled scene, you know? And then it's just, but it was it was still okay. Like it wasn't the worst problem. <laughs> The worst, the, worst pro- the worst problem was still decisions being made by characters, but but yeah, yeah, <laughs> the decision making in this film. This movie was this for characters that's not smart. No, they really weren't. I say this a lot. This movie felt like a first draft. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the pieces are there. They just had to be tightened up. I, I don't know. Maybe the gentleman spoiled us with Guy Ritchie's style because like. The gentleman also had like a very charismatic main character. It did, yeah. It also had Jason's... like more actors too, like good actors, if that makes I sense. Thought the, I thought the actors in this movie were alright. Yeah, yeah. They, they had to work with no what they were given. The problem, the acting. Like I'm sorry, if the if the plot is telling you that you that your character does something really stupid, you as an actor just they're like, alright, I guess I'm doing something really stupid. Yeah. <laughs> The writers just had to make something happen. Yeah, like I bet you the guy who plays the dude with the pistol is like, why would I go out there where they have shotguns and ballistic armor and I have a pistol? <laughs> it's like, I'm getting a paycheck either way. Bang, what bang. movie is that, uh, for me, like, you know, Michael said first draft, but unfortunately they picked, like, a theme or environment, which is the whole, you know, um, bank heist you know armor truck heist that really kind of pigeonholes them you know they didn't want to do the work to like you know make it different that's how i see it 
Like, cause you know, yeah. truck thing. What else can you do with that? Like, it's it's, uh, it's already pretty limited. Yeah. Within, and that's why the gentleman is also a bit. I think why it was a bit better. It was better because there was more room to you know explore things, write different yeah. things. But this, yeah. At the end, we had a wheat farm fun. that was underneath the property, which was kind of cool. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's still a dumb idea, but kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. And that's some that's something to be said, right? Is the, it's like the wackier the premise, the more wiggle room you have. So mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Heists Don't do not lend themselves to wiggle room. Well, that's if you why write I... a heist movie, it best be very smart. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. yes, Lucy, it that's best just be it. very stupid. Heists have to be well. Okay, you're actually right. They have to be incredibly smartly written, or they just have to be completely dumb. Either or. What's like the what's the 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 okay? Uh, I can pick the, the stupidest heist for, movie. No, I just mean like what's me the say... bar for a good heist movie? Like what's a good heist movie that like like what what's the heist movie that set a bar that others need to kind of get to? Because I, I don't so, think I've seen a lot of heist movies, okay. actually. First of all, Inception is a good heist movie. Inception. Oh, okay. And it it okay. has a really yeah. weird premise, which actually ma is, makes it so memorable. Um, <laughs> now, here's an interesting one that I heard in a writing lecture. Infinity War is a heist movie. <laughs> That's what the writers said. Okay, That's okay. The is the style okay. they based it off of. Okay, I'm going to need you to argue this for me. <laughs> How is the heist movie? <laughs> is going after the Infinity Stones one at a time or something. It's the it's the passion grab plot archetype. Oh, That's what the writers said themselves. Well, so they were talking to Sanderson about it, and they said, "Yeah, we based it off a of passion grab style, but we wrote it as Thanos was the main character, even yeah. though he was the villain." I mean, Infinity War worked well because the Thanos was the main character of that movie, right? Yeah. Ask anyone. That's why Infinity War is better than Endgame. It doesn't feel like a heist movie, but I just thought that's a fun fact. I had to drop it. That's, Anyways. That's very fun. Okay. Can I say what the stupidest heist movie I've ever watched is? Go for it. It's Fast and Furious 5. When they go to Rio. Oh. Because that's the one. Stupid. Is that the one where they like, hey. drop with the parachutes, the car? No. No, that's no, 7. That's or is it? Okay. Seven. Which one? Which, Which one, one of them? I don't know. They're all blurred at this point. Yeah. It's the one when they went to Rio and like, oh, we're gonna drive our cars as fast as possible through the police precinct to get to the safe. Like, yeah, no, no cars that fast. What oh, should we do? Yeah. We're gonna tie tow wires to the safe and drag them out. They, 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 the, the safe was strapped to the back of the cars and they drove it down the highway. That was hilarious. That was a, yeah. it was a dumb movie. That was and stupid, though. Right? That was very stupid. So the movie has to be really good or really dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no entertainment. That was really stupid. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, it was a heist movie. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I guess so. According to the writers, it doesn't feel like it, but that's what the plot beats are based off of, at least. Uh, if you said Endgame was a heist movie, I'm more likely to believe you than Infinity War. Yeah, that's true, too. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, the, the, I because when I think heist, I'm it, thinking like Ocean's Eleven, maybe? But like, yeah, I actually the ocean seen movies. that movie. Yeah. Um, the ocean movies. Um, yeah. Inception, like Michael said. What else is there? But it doesn't need to like be actually be stealing something, right? Is yeah. you can. It's really just how you structure it. Well, that's and... that's that's my gripe with this movie because, like, the way it was shot and the way the plan 
what played out like you know how they kind of had the scene play out exactly to what the sergeant had planned with the crew i thought that was cool yeah right because every single thing that was happening he's like showing you with like little car models and stuff like that and it's like okay this is kind of it's kind of like prison break style in a way yeah i'm sorry to interrupt you sam that's very rude of me but technically army the dead is a heist movie oh my god (laughs) It is. Oh, no, 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 no. You are right. No. I hate you now. (laughs) No. No. Army of the Dead is a, it's it's a modern, I don't even know what to call that. It's a, it's it's a suicide movie. It's just, It's an atrocity. Let's think of how our characters, all our characters can just kill themselves. Like, that's that's essentially what that movie was. Technically, you could argue that Suicide Squad is a heist movie. You know what? I would take Suicide Squad as a heist movie over, like, Army of the Dead. Because at least Suicide, <laughs> at least Suicide Squad, they had a clear mission that made, sort of made sense. Did it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Back, back to your point before I interrupted you. <laughs> yeah, no. So I liked that whole aspect of it, which I say it's very like almost GTA inspired because you know this this the the plan to like get the truck into like an abandoned like construction site and then load the bags onto ATVs and then take an underground sewage system and then load it onto like a regular Prius and just drive off. That's literally ripped out of the first heist you do in GTA Five. Literally, like that's exactly what you do. You go through a construction site on motorcycles. What? I hate that you're right. It's yeah. You put it on the motorcycles. You drive underneath underground tunnels at a construction site. You get to the end of the canal, and it's also in LA. And then you put it on. I think the only difference is in GTA. You got out with like regular like vans, like a van or whatever that blends in. But that's essentially what happened, right? So it's like. Literally, it felt like Guy Ritchie was like he played GTA. I was like, "That's a good plan. I'm gonna use this in my movie." And then that's what he did. Um, but somehow it worked. But I kind of wanted more creativity there to just be like, "Okay, well," because the, the the those guys were military, right? I feel like they were smart yeah. enough to be like, "Okay, if something goes sideways, we have plan two. You know, we have plan B." We have a plan C if necessary, you know, like yeah. they're smart enough to come up with contingencies, which is I don't know. That's the word right there is creativity. Yeah, this movie didn't have any. Didn't have any. And another thing is you're assuming they're smart enough. The problem is that gets thrown out the window as soon as you realize they're like, hey, this guy out here killed what two gods and a kid, and when we're like, hey, shoot for the legs, he killed the almost killed the other person. Yeah, we're just gonna let him back into the crew. Even though he seems to be kind of yeah. on a reckless yeah. nutcase. DJ Do did mention that. was smart that. enough? <laughs> DJ mentioned that too. He could have he uh, made his case because, you know, they showed us later on that the reason he killed the guard is because the guard was trying to do some funny business. Yeah. Well, I mean, he could have played played his case and they were like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. Okay, we'll keep you. And then he killed the witnesses. Then he killed all the witnesses. Yeah. yeah. Always had to give away at that point, right? I feel like that's where they also made the sergeant kind of a dumb character, even though he's portrayed to be really smart. Because the he orchestrated this plan, and then at the same time, when yeah, when the side character is kind of like, 
don't you think you know whatever his character is number five's character is a wild card or whatever and he's like at the end of the day he's a soldier he'll follow orders and i'm like okay but no he won't but but he didn't like <laughs> like he did he didn't he never followed orders this time yeah <laughs> the like he said <laughs> don't go buy flashy stuff you don't you're not supposed to make that much money why does he go and do get a big ass apartment in right? los angeles he never followed orders so i'm like when since when did he, did he follow orders yeah i I do want to say this so i like the fact that it continues that that trope of like if they explain what the plot what the plan the heist plan is in a movie it will go wrong yeah but there's a way it can go wrong and it's still making sense like you know what i mean like we've seen villains come up with like in diff- I, I not a lot not a lot of movies come to mind for me right now but i'm pretty sure we've seen movies where villains come up with such an elaborate plan that even when it fails you still go that was a good plan you know like if yeah. not for the power of main character or protagonist the plan probably would have worked like you know what i mean like i i, I can't really think is, of movies if, like that right now but yeah if the plan goes right then it's not an interesting movie that's kind of the point is to watch the plan go wrong, right? Mm-hmm. That's what makes it interesting and keeps us on our toes. Right. And that's why I think the heist the bad guys did going right largely up until the end. Like, they followed it through. They lost people. But they made it all the way to the end of the heist, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the reason that worked was because they didn't explain it ahead of time. It, we were being Explained watched what was in happening. real time. Yeah. So there was still that tension if we didn't know what was coming next. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I think for me, the the problem also comes to, hey, if you have super soldier, or at this point, super soldier, this super man like Jason Statham being, <laughs> if you have him and you know straight up that he's a problem, why would you tell him the plan? Why would you be like, yeah, I'm the inside man and I kind of like you, bro. Yeah, just so like, yeah. Oh, no, that part, that part sort of made sense because those guys it, had it to did. get into he the had, truck. They had to get inside. Yeah. I think, yeah. no, as soon as they're in the truck, as soon as they see his, like, I, I'm, okay, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if the trucks, are, how soundproof the trucks are, right? Mm-hmm. As soon as they confirm that Superman is in the passenger seat and they drive in, couldn't they find a way to, like, you know, stop him from moving. In, like incap, not incapacitate. Incapacitate. Oh, like Jason yeah, Statham. Yeah, stop him. I think it's because the truck coming in had to have him two, alive. It has to have two people. Suspicion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My argument is after he's been confirmed that he's in the passenger seat and they've opened the door. I also just realized there's another thing about this movie. Hmm. The established at the beginning of like early in the movie that for every truck it has to the driver and the like the three people in the truck at all times is the driver guy riding shotgun and the messenger right Mm -hmm. and both the driver and the messenger have to be confirmed before they're let in yeah Mm -hmm. why was it just changed to two people in the truck oh no because you need the driver and don't you don't you need the driver and the person in the passenger seat as the messenger no it's the, they said they have to be three people in the truck. No, they yeah. did. They said it was two to three. I remember that scene. No, that they go out. You see, we go out in teams of two to three. Okay. They said it. Oh so yeah. Okay. Like, okay. Two to three then. So, yeah. Okay, thank you. So they need to point out that that's super convenient that now it's only two people in the truck. But never mind. Yeah, because they need the Jason Statham like that's like looking well to to get in. 
in the yeah. first place. So. And that's one of the few things that I would be like willing to overlook, even if it was a plot hole, mm -hmm. because that kind of amps up the cool factor, right? Like that—that's mm -hmm. a—that's a thing that is fine. It doesn't really I, make a. Listen, break here's movie. the part I of this movie that didn't make sense. This man strangled someone wearing ballistic armor. Uh, I, that wasn't the argument that I, I thought he got his hands underneath the helmet or something. Yeah, I don't the know. Helmet. Yeah, that like do you? I don't know. Don't like, do you know how forget. precise you'd have wait, to be wait. to? Damn. Yeah. Don't forget that the ballistic armor was stopping hundreds of rounds before. But as soon as Jason puts on the helmet, suddenly the glass breaks. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It, nothing well, makes that, sense. Me, for me, like the hand going underneath the helmet makes more sense than suddenly like the glass is now weak. Yeah. yeah, but keep in mind his his legs were tied and his hands were tied, and he was able to strangle someone in ballistic armor. No, I this think is that's before he had the knife. He, did, is he got the he got he the strap. He was tying his wrists under right. the helmet and used that to strangle. Because don't forget the helmet. Oh, okay. is not, the helmet can't be like flush. It's not parallel. Where he's not wearing not, like Yolner <laughs> armor or something. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. So like that. So that's what that's what ballistic armor needs. It needs a collar. <laughs> need yeah. something around the yeah, neck. Yeah, you need to have the sick pop like a, collar. To throw like a shepherd, neck. like a Captain Shepherd type, just just <laughs> covering your neck. Like, look, look, if he was like wearing like a juggernaut suit, then I'd be like, okay, explain I this chunk. <laughs> but like, I think for me the problem is once you once you start you start pointing out a lot of flaws in the movie, then it gets easier for me to be like, okay, this was a stupid thing. This was stupid. This was stupid. Yeah. Why is this ex-wife just being? I don't want to say it, but th that word, just because his son died and it's like, it's your fault. Like, man's also got shot too. It's yeah, not like he yeah, was like out this... here being like, son, let's go to this dangerous heist together. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And it he did tell her too. He was like, those weren't my men. If you live by the sword, people in your house will die by the sword. Mm -hmm. Or you will die by the So that's yeah. why she blame him because he's in that lifestyle. So he brought that lifestyle like if he was an accountant, the chances that you know maybe that guy would die would be less. <laughs> and at that point, she might he might die of boredom. But you know, whatever. yeah, it's uh, it, it's real, but it's not necessary to the movie, right? Yeah, it was kind because of a it doesn't go scene. anywhere. Her, her character and, is useless. Yeah. This movie could have been an hour and thirty minutes, and we wouldn't have noticed. Just, this. just for the fun of yeah. it, do you know what this movie could have used as one of the villains, like one of the ex-military? I could have, I could see Michael B. Jordan being one of them. I don't know why. No, because they can't afford Michael B. Jordan. They can't afford. <laughs> they can't afford. <laughs> they can't afford Statham and Jordan in the same movie. Because <laughs> that would be he would. Also, I. He would what? No, I was just thinking like him as the, as like the if he was the twitchy character. That would have been that would have been interesting. Like if he was the like the actual one that kills. I, I thought Eastwood played it well. Oh no, definitely, yeah. definitely. Or at least if he was one of the other generic black guys that was part of the. It, yeah, I mean, then, it would have just it would have helped you, this movie make even more money. Then you have Michael B. Jordan have playing a generic black guy in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. Like, what is that last dumb movie we saw that had him in it? That was uh, the Tom Clancy no. one. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to call it Extraction, but that's not it. it <laughs> I mean, yeah. same, again. same general premise. 
almost. Which is extraction? No, extraction was um, the one with like the Hemsworth guy. Yeah, extraction. Oh, yeah. When he went to India. When he also jumped into water to drown out the noise of the world for some reason. Uh, <laughs> oh no, Chris! Why you just go to therapy? Because he's cool. <laughs> I don't believe in therapy. Because he's cool. He's uh, <laughs> a cool bee. You know. I- this movie would be a lot shorter if Jason instead of being like, I'm gonna murder everyone in Los Angeles, he's like, I'm just gonna go see a therapist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can't be a you can't be a mob boss and go see a therapist. Like, come on. Yeah, he'll be like, you soft now, you soft. Yeah. Can you imagine how cool that would be? The mob boss is torturing the bad guys. It's like I have to go now. I have therapy. Actually, you know, some some movies actually the therapist says this is cathartic for me. <laughs> he's pulling out fingernails. <laughs> yeah, DJ, sorry, you're gonna say something? I feel like I'd be pleasantly surprised if that ended up in a movie. Like, you know what? I gotta go now. Have like couples counseling, and he just leaves. I'll be like, all right. Hold he up. Take, <laughs> take, take, take care of business. He actually has a life. Maybe <laughs> a comedy movie or something. Yeah, because I think like some movies kind of was it the Scarface movies where like he actually had a therapist, but like the therapist was more or less like a like a uh like a tool to help him kind of or i think oh i think it was the godfather actually where the therapist was kind of show what's the name that one the sopranos where he had the therapist for like most of the whole scene yeah i think so so like the therapist is kind of like a device that they use to make the you know quote-unquote anti-hero like reflect on their life if that makes sense um, yeah. yeah, in the in the for the Godfather, the quote unquote therapist was actually the priest because he would ask the priest many questions about, you know, I've committed many yeah, sins. How do I, you know, at- atone for them? And and the priest kind of you know tells him be a good person, you know, give to the poor or less fortunate. And he takes it as, well, the less fortunate is these other people, so I'm going to kill these other people and give that money to these other people. <laughs> so so he kind of translates that as like, you know the law of the bible but for the criminal world you know so i thought i think stuff like that is cool and that's why the godfather worked but it can work like if you do it in the right way right because generally i'm kind of tired of movies always being like we are the bad guys but we just don't do extreme bad guy stuff like we don't deal with trafficking children and doing all thieves not pedophiles yeah (laughs) (laughs) we're evil like we might do murder but we don't do anything for Listen, kids. Mm-hmm. I, I'm anti-establishment enough that if these guys are like, we're going to rob a bank, I'd be like, hell yeah, go for it. Let's see you succeed. They deserve it. <laughs> 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 well, that's where like I feel like this movie also... like Again, if we're talking about movies that make the crime world feel so messy, we're talking Godfather, we're talking Scarface, where it's like the main characters did indeed deserve to die in the end because they're horrible people. But also, you sympathize with them because, like, if you were in that situation, they were, like, they were smartly written enough that you'd be like, yeah, you know what, if I was in a hole that deep too, like, that's probably the best way to go. Like, you know? I so, was, I, don't, I, <laughs> I don't know. I, get, I can't get, like, this movie was trying to do the same thing, right? They tried to make us sympathize with Jason Statham's character, whatever his name was. <laughs> was it Hill? Uh, that, that was, yeah, whatever Hill. his name was. It, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh. It, it, it was heel, but it wasn't heel. H. I'll call H. you H. H. <laughs> that was stupid. You're very stupid. I'll be like, no, no, that's not my name. Whatever. Like, yeah, like, they try to make us sympathize with him because, like, his son died, right? That's mm-hmm. a very sympathetic. That's something deep, right? But instead, you're like, okay, this man's, like, just straight-up psychopath at times, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm just going to sleep with this girl so I can blackmail her and never use it ever again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was that was never used ever again. That's I true. Mean, I'm going to blackmail her by telling like, I can murder your parents at any single moment. Just watch yourself. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay, you're just a villain. Cool. Yeah, sorry, Even DJ. like the CIA. No, oh, no, no, no. Oh, oh. I was just saying, you just need to get a nut out. That's. Uh, oh. <laughs> 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 no, I bet you he didn't need to get a nut out. I bet you he faked it. He faked it. He was like, <laughs> are you done, babe? Yeah. I, oh, I, I, my goodness. Just, yeah. <laughs> Come on. There's also the. Like four this? words. There's also the tension they built in the beginning with the other dude that, like, he took his job or took his position at work. Which is pointless. And, like, we never saw that guy yeah. again. <laughs> no, we did at the end when did he we? was, like, crying like a Okay, I mean, if I was getting shot at two, I'd also be, like, freaking out, right? But, like, right. that's the only time we saw him ever again. Like, at the end when he gets hog-tied. And, but, like, yet again, pointless tension. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah he took was... his job. Now, he's, now he hates you. And we never touch on it ever again. Ever again. He doesn't betray him <laughs> at some critical moment. He just no. nothing. Honestly, I, it was, in my mind, I thought they were setting him up to be the inside guy. Yeah, honestly, I mean, there's it's good to have some red herrings, mm-hmm. but the movie isn't smart enough to make use of them. Yeah, which is a shame because it's stylistically it's so great. Stylistically, just... the movie is great. Substance-wise, it's empty. Yeah, it's very little. This could have been a super memorable movie. But it could have. It could have been. It's. Uh, but this, it's, this it's, movie makes me just want to watch the German instead. It's difficult. Actually, yeah. It's difficult to make heist films and make heist films that work, because you have to. It is. It's really hard. <laughs> it's really really hard. Moral but, story, it's difficult anyway. to make smart movies. It, that yeah, too. It really is. That too. What was the smartest? What was Anyways. the smartest movie I've seen recently? I think the smartest movie I've seen on this podcast is Knives Out. Knives Out is really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I mean, Blade Runner 2042 was also kind of smart. 49. That, that movie, oh, 2049, sorry. It was like just a really good psychological... It was. It was smart. But I, I, I argue Knives Out is smarter just because of like the mystery aspect of it. Yeah. You had to yeah. give us a mystery plot make yeah. it work right which and also make... it got away with its ending by the skin of its teeth like it just it because <laughs> that ending when they kind of when we find out who the actual who did it was kind of like oh okay, okay. the ending the ending actually worked for me for knives out because like you, you kind of you already suspected him but everything else kind of points away from him yeah and no, then you but realize it's because remember... he actually was smart enough to create to put the the plot points to get to point it away from him. Yeah, but remember yeah. when we kind of talked about it as being like, you know, he might as well just be like, and I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you meddling kids. Like, you know, it's kind of like <laughs> we kind of talked about that when it was almost Scooby Doo esque at the pl- at that point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Anyways, don't get me wrong. yeah. Blade Runner twenty forty nine also a very smart movie. 
Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like, in terms of just, like, being smartly written, it was good. And also, Batista was in you that know? movie. So. Do you know that's a, another very smart movie? Army of the Dead. <laughs> I can't even say Stop. 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 At least this movie didn't have zombies that had babies that they cared about. I, I, no movie has ever had a zombie that had that procreated ever. I don't think we've ever seen a movie that's done that. Yeah. We've never seen zombies yeah. with like parental instincts <laughs> ever. Yeah. So much you can do with zombies. First they were slow, now they fast. First they were dumb, now they smart. So I might as well give them kids. Now they're reproducing. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, if a zombie apocalypse ever happened, oh granted I already died before it reached the point where zombies could have babies. By that point humanity is truly, truly screwed. Guys, you know what the smartest movie we've watched on this podcast is? What? Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, uh. <laughs> Pain. Oh my goodness. Oh. Wait, wait. The smartest movie has to be... What's the stupid zombie movie Pam made us watch? That was that, that was that was just that was that was very that was a very brain dead movie. I can't even. <laughs> don't forget we watched from Gully. Uh, yeah. But yeah. the peak there is the stunt of smart movies has to be Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> Mulan isn't what? dumb. It's just bad. Like CGI. Dumb. The, it's dumb yeah. that therefore they could put that out in the world. Yeah. 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 Anyways, no. how are we doing for time? Uh, we're pretty much good. Um, yeah. We're. <laughs> uh, final review. Wrath of Man. What do you think? Should the audience watch it? Yes or no? It's a Say dumb action yes. thriller. Yeah, give it a watch. Yeah. Just don't. Just be ready for it to not live up to what you think it might be. Mm-hmm. I think watch it. Like it's, 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 it's a great way to spend time. Right. It's not yeah. gonna offend you. If it no. does offend you, then I don't know. Then okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 if someone does like that movie offended me. Maybe okay. it offends like ex-military. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. That's like the only thing I can see it kind of being problematic for. But I don't think anyone's in the ex-military being I want to rob a bank. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, mean, I mean, like as well. They got the skill set. They do. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where they have the resources. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Do they have the resources? But yeah. Yeah. No. Just, just have to be a ex ex military in a Guy Ritchie movie. All the equipment will be dropped in front of you. Yeah, you just snap your fingers and it appears. (laughs) Yeah. Or you could be in the Zack Snyder movie and a government official. But you be closer to to a way to get you know armor and stuff because you work in the military. And then depends on how high you get, so you probably have some shady contacts somewhere. That's true. Don't forget, it's also America. Exactly, right? It's so, also America. You can buy unmarked you... weapons in America. That's very true. Um, but yeah, um, go check out Wrath of Man. It's okay. I think we we kind of give it like a is a is a B. Reasonable yeah. C, yeah. a C or a C it's plus. A C plus. C plus. It's a C plus. Yeah. It's a. It's okay. a it's Above a C plus. It's like an, it's like in a fancy font. So yeah, <laughs> C plus. 
It's a right, plus cool. blue ink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Wrath of Man, go see it. D uh, DJ, thank you for joining us. Pleasure. Yeah, it's good. Um, I guess, are you giving it a C plus too? Um, yeah, like a C. Like a C. Because, you know, when I when I heard the name Wrath of Man, I was expecting some real wrath. Some real, you know, emotional... <laughs> Because the one movie that it reminded me of that it could have been was like, have you seen this uh, Korean movie? I think it's Korean. I Saw the Devil. So it's pretty much, that's what I thought. Because in that movie, someone kills his daughter. Henny really goes on a on a mission. Mm -hmm. That one, if you guys ever seen that one, you should see. That was real wrath. So that's what I was kind of expecting from this. And, you know. This is like, like tepid know. anger. Yeah, you know, like lukewarm shit. Like, oh, yeah. And you know, they put so many things in there like, oh, yeah, he's really going to be mad. You know, when his wife is talking and doing nothing, he's just focusing. But We got more the emotion day, when they killed another guy's dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because so. John Wick, they killed his dog and he was angry. I don't know what talking so, about John Wick. Yeah. I was confused yeah. So they killed John this dude's son. showed more emotion. <laughs> Yeah, um, like it's not yeah. showing the emotion; it's just you know the action that comes out of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like you want to feel the rage, and you just don't. You, you don't. don't. You just have a man sitting there with a monitor, with a monotone voice, being like, "It wasn't my fault." Yeah, because <laughs> I to the person who got them. I'm talking about right. They kill his daughter, right? He ends up finding out who does that, but instead of doing the whole simple thing where you know you kill them. Right, what this guy does, he like he lets him go, he captures him again, he lets him go, he captures him again, he lets him go. Like that was, you know, there you could really feel like this. Nigga that, is yeah, crazy. something something similar to that too was like the whole plot of Mafia Three, where like the main villain's family, sorry, the main character's family gets killed by the villain, quote unquote, and the main character survives, and it's a revenge arc, and he's he goes, you know what? Instead of like walking directly into the main villain's house and shooting him. I'm going to like pick off all the members of his family like one by one. Like I'm going to just just like cut everything close to him down first and then finish yeah. him last. Like and like you could feel it ramping up because with each family member he killed, he made a statement. Like the first one he tossed outside of a building, the second one he just like hung from a pier. Like he's killing each of the family members in like dramatic fashion. And the main villain is like, oh, oh no, like I messed up. And like that, but there was genuine tension there. So I kind of wish this movie had something like that, but it didn't. Anyway, we said yeah. goodbye and we just kept talking. Yeah, anyways, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We will catch Bye. you guys next week for some even dumber action that includes spy planes and. <laughs> And Formula 9 cars. <laughs> and bulletproof tank tops. So, yeah. <laughs> is, it is, it, is it for family this time again? It's uh, it's always for family. It's even it's more it's even more family because apparently there's a brother involved that we've, that we've never talked about. We said bye. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> All right. We will catch you guys next week. Thank you.